What's up, you guys? Happy Sunday, and welcome back to your favorite podcast, Brunch with Des B. I am your host, Des, also known as Des B, and today the B stands for boulders because I just hit our six weeks of strength push yo ass workout, which included a lot of delts, a little bit of chest, some tricep, all push movements, and bitch, I have the most gnarliest pump I've had in so long. It has been such a good feeling to finally feel pumped in the gym again. Throughout my duration of breastfeeding in that journey, it takes a lot out of your body to where there was no way I was even like metabolizing my food to give me a pump. Like it was crazy. I felt so fucking flat until I really started to kind of take a step back from breastfeeding and not do it as often slash as long, et cetera. So it just feels so good to be close to me like old me again, I will be getting into like kind of my postpartum episode recap for one year coming soon, which is insane. As of today, it is Sunday, the 29th and Maddox turns one years old on Wednesday, September 8th. It's crazy. So next week I'm going to have my like one year postpartum recap because we'll only be a short few days away. So stay tuned for that. I'm going to break down more, just a glimpse into everything, you know, everything postpartum. I'm, I'm here to be vulnerable. And I think sometimes that puts me at a disadvantage because there's so much that people can attack me for and try to spin into thinking they know who I am as a person, even though I'm so transparent. Um, but I, I would rather leave this earth knowing I was vulnerable and helped plenty people realize that they are normal instead of being too closed off. So anyways, today we're going to be talking about something completely different, but a few housekeeping things first. Number one, I want to shout out a follower, a listener, Christy Sullivan, her and her dad, they're out, out from Canada and Bill Sullivan, daddy Sullivan Daddy Sully, Sully Daddy, Daddy Bill, Billski, Daddy Billski. He is at Sully Sign Guy, S U L L Y S I G N S Guy, Sully Signs Guy on Instagram. I'll link it in the description. He, he does custom made signs, LED signs, wood signs, light shows, music meters, LED picture frames, lamps. He does a lot of really cool signs. And so, He was nice enough, him and his daughter, Christy, were nice enough to make me a wooden sign. I'm going to post it on the Brunch with Desby page today. And they gave, they made me a plaque for 500,000 downloads, which we have already surpassed by almost 30,000. So we're at almost 530,000 listens ever of Brunch with Desby. And I just want to shout out Christy and her dad, Daddy Sullivan, for making me this sign again, check out brunch with Desby on Instagram to see it. If you guys are in need of any signs, I know he's in Canada, but Sully signs guy, he did a fantastic job with this woodwork. Um, and it just made me feel so special. We don't get any cool shit on podcasts. You only get like download shit for subscribers on YouTube. And so thank you, Christy and daddy bill for making me feel so special. She also wrote me a little note with like a heart. It says, congrats on 500 K love you, bitch sincerely (laughs) Christy Sullivan. And that was just like the perfect little thing that I needed to read today to just smile from ear to ear was, it was so 
perfect and funny and well executed. So thank you so much, um, Christy and Daddy Sullivan. Again, Sully Signs guy. He might be making me another sign for my Patreon workouts to put like in the background that says on Saturdays we sweat. I'm very excited. We'll see though. Um, I'm definitely going to be giving him some more business though. I, I love that. So speaking of which, if you guys are not a part of my Patreon, it's still available each month. I don't promote it a lot because I just, I always feel annoying, you know, Hey, here's like another thing that I do, but I, I just be doing a lot. Okay. I love to be busy and I love to connect with you guys. 9 billion ways. Okay. Sue me fucking sue me for wanting to fucking chat with you guys. Okay. Patreon is a live monthly membership. Um, I do live workouts weekly. And with that, you also get like a group chat with me and other women. Um, we just have a really cool intimate community. I was doing live workouts on Instagram for fuck dude, like almost two years by the time I really had done it, a year and a half. And Instagram just slowly like flooded my live streams with trolls and bots. I wouldn't even say trolls, just like people like, oh, like love tits, tits, fuck me. I would fuck like it was weird, which is funny because they're going to report me for saying I hate all men, but then allow men to talk to me like that on my Instagram lives. Like it's anyways, anyways. Um, so I don't do lives on there anymore, but I do them in my small Patreon group, which you can join for as low as $7 a month. And even if you choose not to participate in the live, not only does that amount of money per month support me, support my family, but you also get a group in a community and you get the live workouts to repeat whenever the fuck you want. You can join right now and gain access to over 40 workouts we've done. So like you have all of them able to do it from home. I do them right in my garage or I do them outside or I do them in the living room. Like these are all at home, but you can also take it into the gym take it into like a little corner, do a little shy girl workout or whatever we're calling them nowadays. And you can enjoy it. So again, all the links are in my description box. Um, and I think the last housekeeping thing I want to remind you is that on September 12th, we have Emily, Rem I hate her last name, Remillard, Remillard. I think she wants to go by Remillard because <laughs> I think you can pronounce it Remillard or Remillard. Like she, she wants it Remillard. Emmy Remy, that's what I'm going to call her. Emmy Remy is hosting her first DBFT app program. It is called Fit for Life. Four week program right on your app. S follows the challenge. So you have something to do right the fuck away. $49.99, one week only available. Set your fucking alarms. Because if you miss out on this one, you're not going to get a program for a long ass time. Okay. So without further ado, let's get in the episode and let's chat. So this past weekend, well, shit, by this point, two weekends ago, a weekend ago, wait, fuck a week. Okay. A week. <laughs> Last weekend, technically Emily got married, bitch. It was so fucking fun. We are going to recap it this week on below the influencer. So I'm not going to wreck anything. We're going to chat all about it on Thursday where she got her shit tips, tricks, feedback. Like what, what would she have done different? Our experience, how much fucking fun we had everything. We're going to be rubbing it all in on Thursday's episode, or I'm sorry, 
Wednesday, I keep saying Thursday because we record on Thursday, so forgive me. Wednesday's episode of Below the Influencer. With that being said, it it was a fun ass weekend. Fun ass weekend. And so I wanted to use the the thoughts that have been going through my head to share with you guys my outlook now on drinking, enjoying a weekend away. How do you fit that in your fitness plan? How do you fit that in your life? And just kind of share how my mentality's changed. Because I think when you see people like me and Emily, right? You look at you look to us for fitness and advice. When you see us drinking on the weekends, or like you know for something like that, you might think how how do they do that and still do fitness? How do how do they fit that into their lifestyle? I want that balance, right? And so I wanted to let you know that. Do not get confused. It has taken me shit. I started kind of I started tracking macros in 2016. It's taken me almost 4 years to get to this spot in my life of balance, moderation, understanding of like how I function in like my fitness journey. And I think a lot of my transition to be honest came from getting pregnant. When I got pregnant, slash quarantine, all these things a lot of my life just it had to change. My, my mindset had to change. When I got pregnant, my first thought, when I got out of the shower and I flipped over that pregnancy test on my countertop and I saw two fucking lines, the, the first thought, I shit you not, was what's gonna happen to my body. And if that doesn't tell you where my mindset was with my body, I don't know what the fuck would. Like, tell me you weren't happy with yourself without telling me you weren't happy with yourself. I struggled for a while, post-show, post-shows, post-competing with the outlook of my body. Now, don't get me wrong. I had a lot of really great days, right? Like I had a lot of days where I was like, oh, wow, I'm so proud of myself. But I also had a lot of really bad days, which I feel like is very common. Very common, especially in society. We scroll through Instagram. We see these perfect pictures, we see perfect images. And I remember when I thought, what's going to happen to my body? That the follow-up within the, probably a day or two, you know, when it really sunk in, holy shit, I'm pregnant, was how do I fix this? This is a new part of my life that's going to fucking come at me fast. How am I going to go through this? And if you guys remember an episode, shit, I don't remember the fucking episode. God damn it. It was maybe a bit under the, under the amount of 20. So check in on under the amount of 20. I talked about body dysmorphia while being pregnant. And that led me, that was a hard like week for me. I shared a very vulnerable episode. I think it was like the night after. And I was like, dude, I got to record this because here, here's what's going on. And I wanted to be very open and transparent about it. So when I kind of figured out you know, hey, shit's got to change. My mentality, my outlook needs to change. What do I need to do? I went into a place of trying to track. Let me tell you that. I tried. I tried to track food, pregnant, for a little bit. And then it came to the point where I was like, you know what? I can't do this. My hunger is everywhere. My hormones are everywhere. The last thing I need to fucking do is step on a scale or put my food on a goddamn scale, okay? So throughout the duration of my journey, again, starting in 16 to now, I really started flipping that switch in 2020. 
granted 2020, I couldn't like drink cause I was pregnant. <laughs> um, but it still kind of allowed me to venture into that point of moderation and balance. I think for anyone looking to achieve this in their personal life, it comes with just starting, just starting. If you're someone who currently tracks food and you want to not, maybe start with one day a week where you're only tracking protein. Then maybe move into two days a week where you're only tracking protein. And then move into two days a week, two days a week where you're not tracking, period. Then maybe move into three days a week where you're not tracking two and then tracking protein just one. It, I think the more that you can ease into it, the better chance you have for success. After you're done tracking, you've, you've tracked for X amount of time. You probably know what a handful of rice looks like, right? You probably have an idea of what macros are in a full banana. Probably know what a, a, a cup of yogurt is going to do for your protein. You probably know, Hey, I have 30 grams of protein. I want to hit in my lunch. I'm going to do four ounces of chicken and what, you know what I mean? Like you, you have an idea to where I feel like once you can start to ease in to just, you know, picking here and there, what that new balance and moderation is going to look like, the better it is. Ever since I stopped tracking, I've definitely had a lot of up and downs, like in, my, in terms of my caloric intake day to day. One day when I was pregnant, bitch, I'd have like 5,000 calories. I swear to God. Next day, maybe I'd only eat 2,000. Next day, maybe I'd eat 1,500. Next day, I'd eat 2,500. So like there's a lot of up and ups and downs, which isn't essentially ideal. You want to stay pretty consistent, but as long as that weekly intake stays pretty consistent, it's, it's okay. And again, it, you're never going to be perfect. And that's not what you should strive for. When it comes to the term intuitive eating, I typically didn't really like that term because once you're done tracking food, you kind of always know or approximate what's in that food, right? Where intuitive eating is hard to do after you've tracked food, but I've talked with our dietitian on staff, Kelsey, who actually does an intuitive slash food, food freedom course, 12 week course. And she kind of like explained it in a way to where intuitive eating is more so learning the relationship you have with food and how to make good decisions when you're eating, not intuitively eating five Snickers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's, it's all about knowing that intuitive choice of making a better food decision while understanding that you can also have those fun foods, if we want to call them, in that you're going to be okay. So when I went away this weekend, I was definitely in for a treat because I knew that I was going to be drinking, having fun. And I haven't really drank a ton since having Maddox. I've had like a drink here or there, you know, whatever, but to get actually like drunk, you know, I like, I haven't done. It's also not really my forte. I don't really, I don't really like drinking. I wish that I could just like hammer a few shots and like call it a day. But then like shots sometimes make me want to gag. So it's, it's an interesting dynamic in my mind, but there were a few nights, two nights, wedding night. And then like two nights before that, where I was, I got pretty tipsy, you know, feeling, feeling good, feeling fresh. And during that time, I didn't go off the charts and then like go eat a shit ton of food. Like I just felt really smart in my decisions to drink. Like I was like, Hey, I'm hungry during like during this day. Right. So I know I'm going to drink at night during the day. Hey, I'm hungry. 
and I'm going to have a fucking meal. So throughout the day, I continued to just eat a meal, right? Like I, I wanted to be full. Like I don't, I didn't need to starve myself to drink at night. Therefore, when it got to the point of, I was drinking at night, I didn't need to eat everything because I was legitimately full. Like I was fine. And so again, these are things that I'm learning about myself as I continue to put myself in this new part of my journey. So if you're someone out there who's kind of battling this idea of like enjoying themselves, enjoying social situations while also staying on track, don't forget that the whole reason why we work out, the whole reason why we do cardio or whatever is so we can also enjoy times like this. Throughout the past few years, I've missed out on plenty, plenty of things, things in general, meetings, hangouts, whatever, because I didn't want to eat. I didn't want to eat that. And it's whatever. What's done is done. At the end of the day, it got me to where I'm at today, right? Like you, you have to sacrifice in certain points and I, I get it. That's what I did. But looking back, that one day, that one fucking cookout, that one birthday party, that one slice of cake wasn't going to fucking kill me. That's what we work our asses off for, to enjoy those situations. Now, if we're doing it three out of seven days a week, sure, we're going to stall progress. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's going to be hard to outwork. But if we're going out every couple of weekends, once a month, we have like a fun month coming up. It's all about finding the balance and moderation. So if you're someone that does have to go out every single week for the next month, you know, you're like, fuck, how do I do the weekends? The best thing that you can do is stay in a caloric range on certain days. So say that you're going out like Friday, come back Sunday. Okay, Friday, try to keep it reeled in a little bit, right? Enjoy featuring, whatever. But there's a difference on that main night, say Saturday. I'm also just like making shit up. There's a difference between enjoying yourself and overindulging. I can honestly say on Saturday at Emily's wedding, I purely enjoyed myself. I had a few drinks. I danced my ass off. At the end of the night, I had a little ice cream cone because she they had um, ice cream for their reception, which was so good, by the way. But like, that was it. You know what I mean? Like I didn't go home. I didn't hammer 900 fucking things of pretzels and whatever. And that's not bad guys. Drunk food, shit, dude, nothing fucking hits better. I'm just making a point that I felt very comfortable in my decisions, but it's taken me a long time to get there. And there's also not like a right or wrong way to do it. I'm just saying it's all about finding what's best for you. And I think that the minute that we go into a weekend and we stress out and we're like, oh fuck, what the fuck am I going to do? How am I going to how am I going to not be bad this weekend? Or, you know, how am I going to, whatever it might be. That's the moment that we put ourselves in a bad mental space, go into the weekend and know that, guess what? You're also going to come out of the weekend. You're going to, you're going to end up coming out of the weekend and then the weekend's going to end. And then you keep, you start back over. When I came back on Sunday, so we're driving home Sunday I was so bloated. Like I, like, you know, you know what I'm talking about that post drinking where you just feel, Oh dude, you feel watery. And then you start to go into this moment of regret. Why did I fucking do that? Why did, 
oh, I looked so good on Thursday. Now I look like shit. I, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I just took this other photo on Tuesday. Look at my, look at my stomach. Now look at me now. I fucking ruined it. I'm, I'm ruined. I'm never coming back from this. I've been there. I get it. I understand picking apart yourself, starting to maybe regret your decisions. But I can truthfully say Sunday when I came back home and I, I knew I was bloated, bitch, I still went to McDonald's. I didn't give a fuck. You know, the best thing I've told my clients after they have good, like fun weekends, don't, don't, if, if this is you, if this triggers you, right? Don't wear your fucking crop tops. Don't wear your tight shorts. Fucking wear your loose shit and go fucking sweat at the gym and feel fucking good. Keep, drink your water, put on your SPF, shut the fuck up and keep going. Okay. Um, but that, that's exactly what I did. I, I went, I got home Sunday. I was going to work out and it was fucking eight hours. Holy tits took eight hours to get home. When I got home, I was like, dude, I can't, I can't, I, I can't work out. I do not feel good and I do not have the energy. So guess what? I laid my ass in bed and then I woke up the next day, went and hit legs and had a fucking phenomenal workout. So when you're coming back from those weekends, don't play guilt. Don't play, oh, poor, poor me, poor me. I shouldn't have done this. I shouldn't have done this. Because how much fun did you have? So much fun. But I think that it's all about your mentality coming back. Get your meals planned out. Get, get your mindset right. Okay, hey, I'm back Sunday. I'm not going to go to the gym tonight. What's the rest of my week going to look like? And I think the biggest thing that you also should make sure you're not doing is punishing yourself. Just because you had a fun weekend doesn't mean you have to come home and strip calories for the whole week. Doesn't mean you have to add on 60 minutes of fucking cardio for the week. Now, if, if some cardio makes you feel better, hey, I, man, I just really feel like doing some 15 minutes on the stairs today. I just kind of want to sweat it out. Okay, cool. 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 I wouldn't call that, I wouldn't call that punishing yourself. But if you're going to sit there and go for a 45, 60 minutes on the fucking stairs and then do your work, no, absolutely. Honey, that is... Punishing yourself, that is a bad mentality to get into. It is okay to be in a surplus every now and then in terms of like a day, you know, an overall day, you're enjoying yourself, a weekend, you're enjoying yourself. I'm okay with you going, hey, I know I did a little bit extra intake this past weekend, so I want to do a little bit extra output this week. I get it. I get it. You kind of play catch up, but there's a difference between that, you know, hey, I want to do 10 minutes of stairs versus, hey, I want to do 60. That, you know what I mean? There's a definite disconnect there. So I think the more that you can go into a weekend knowing that after that it's over and that's what we work for, don't fucking step on the scale. Don't take your check-in photos. Don't, you know, it's, it's fine. I think that's what I tell my clients all the time. They're like, hey, I got a wedding this weekend or, you know, whatever. I'm like, okay, cool. Like let's check in per usual, but I don't want you to weigh in. Don't worry about your photos. Let's just, let's go off how our week went. Let's go off our hunger cues. Let's go off how our body's feeling. And then like, let's game plan from there. That's the best thing that you can do is just pick it back up and keep fucking going. Because trust me, I get it. I get the mentality. I understand where, again, you, you get that. You start looking through your camera roll. That's the most fucking, that's the worst thing ever. You like go back to your photos from like three days before your event. You're like, fuck, I look so, I look so skinny. 
I'm fat now. I am fat. The only thing that's fat is this fucking ass, bro. I have been pushing food to this fucking ass, dude. If you tell me, Des, your ass looks fake, I would tell you absolutely it's not, but bitch is coming back. Back. So again, drinking, managing your fitness journey, you have to realize coming back from any sort of weekend, whether you're over, whether you're over going in, going off, enjoying some food, whether you're over and going off, enjoying some alcohol, whether you're doing both, whether it's, you know, whatever that fun situation is for you, it's all about just coming back and, and getting back to work. And you have to realize in order to quote, feel normal again, right? You're probably going to be holding onto that food, that extra carbohydrate intake, the extra fats, whatever you had, it's going to hang on to your body for probably five to seven days. So don't be surprised when you do one cardio session and one workout and you're like, oh, I still look fucking watery every day. It just gets better and better. And then before you know it, you look back to quote normal again. I'm using this very loosely. And then you got another fucking event, right? And then you got to navigate it. It's, it's life. It's the most frustrating thing because we just, we will never look the same day to day, like ever, ever, ever. And on that note, I do want to bridge into the fact that we need to continue to normalize bloating. I think the one thing that it cracked me up a few weekends ago, I was in the gym. This was back, I think when I got back from Florida. So I obviously had a week where I was just like living life. Hashtag YOLO. I got back and I was in the gym doing my workout and don't get me wrong. I, I had a fucking pump. I had a nasty ass pump, but I could see my pumper. <laughs> Anyone else else's parents call their little belly a pumper growing up? Anyways, had a pump, but I saw my stomach and I was like, oh, I still, I, I look bloated. And I thought, I, I literally sat there during my rest and I was like, who the fuck in this fucking gym is looking at me compared to like last week when I went to the gym? Who's looking at me and going, hmm, Des looks like she fell off. Des looks like she went on vacation. <laughs> Des's pumper is showing. <laughs> no one, no one fucking notices. That extra two pounds that you might be holding on to, the extra three pounds, four pounds, no one fucking notices but you. Like for real, think about it. No one's staring at you in the gym going, hmm, she looks different than when she left Friday. She must have had a wedding. <laughs> she must have went out and drank. <laughs> no one. And it just made me giggle because we're so body aware of ourselves that we see stuff that... I promise you, no one else fucking does. It's like, I, I literally tell myself, I'm like, bitch, don't flatter yourself. No one cares that much. <laughs> in the best way, I'm like looking at myself in the mirror. I'm like, Des, don't get me wrong, bitch. You're a smoke show, but no one fucking cares. And I'm like, okay, you're right. Just me. Anyways, move on. So normalize bloating. Normalize that our bodies aren't gonna look the same week to week. We're also, most of us listening, we're women. Our bodies fucking change each week. Our goddamn hormones go up and down and up and down and up and down and side to side and back and forth. It's annoying. Our body's never gonna look the same. Normalize bloating. Normalize the way that you fucking wake up. Morning, skinny. Oh, there's no better feeling though. <laughs> the way that you wake up after you take a nice shit, bitch, you will not look like that again until probably the next morning. Okay. The minute that you start eating food, the minute that we're introducing water into our day, the minute that we're up and we're moving, our blood's flowing, our body's working, our food's digesting. 
We are not, we are not going to look the same. I have so many clients that come to me. Oh, I just feel so bloated during the day. Uh, I, especially after I eat honey, baby girls, baby girls, listening, babies, mommies. I fucking love you guys. I really do. I, I, I understand what you're trying to say, but you sound fucking ridiculous. Okay. <laughs> just kidding. That's out of love, but guys, we're, we're going to blow after food. We're going to feel full bitch. We're going to feel full after food. We're introducing carbohydrates to our body. We're introducing salts. Our body's going to grab onto that. We're going to hang on to it. It's so normal. And if you're eating later at night, then you're going to probably not digest that food as well for the next morning. So like if, if you randomly are eating a huge ass fucking 2000 calorie meal, not really, but at like 9 PM, we might not fully digest that toward the morning. We might wake up and be like, Ooh, God, I still feel kind of full because that, that food hasn't been digested. Now I'm not telling you, Oh, don't eat after 8 PM. Don't fucking eat after six. That's probably somewhere in like beach bodies rules or 75 hard. I don't fucking know. Eating past a certain point in the night will not inhibit the opportunity for me to lose weight or anything like that. What it's going to do is potentially mess with your digestion. And again, you're going to wake up and maybe just not feel as digested. You're just not going to feel maybe good sometimes, right? It depends on the, obviously that amount of meals and blah, blah, blah. But that is just you normalize the fact that our bodies aren't going to look the same. So during this experience of going away for the weekend, coming back, trying to get back on a routine, the best thing you can do for your body is just do what you were doing. Do what you were doing. The body responds best to consistency. If you want your man to be consistent for you, then you need to be consistent with your body. <laughs> it's all about doing the same, uh, around the same thing every day. The, the body's just gonna snap back into routine. And like I said, you're gonna lose that water weight. You're gonna lose the bloating. You're gonna start to digest things better again. All of that, it's gonna come right back. So I understand that it is it is a part of life where you just have to navigate it and learn it. The more you're put in those situations of, again, like those social events, the birthday parties, the cookouts, the holidays, especially coming up, the more that you're going to be in the position of understanding, okay, where is my mentality right now? And what does it look like for me? How do I need to approach these situations? So if you are someone looking for help more so in a food relationship standpoint, again, we do have our coach and registered dietitian on staff, Kelsey. She has actually worked inpatient with those that have had disordered eating, eating disorders, um, different kind of addiction style um, with foods, et cetera. And it's not like, oh, you have to have an ED to get help from her. It's simply a, a great opportunity in 12 weeks to understand where your relationship with food is. And if you're someone who's currently tracking macros, a great opportunity for you to, to leeway out of that um, or even understand, okay, then how, then how do I feel? Then how, how do I react to food? How, what, what does my food intake look like when I don't track? Do I feel in control? Do I not, you know, all these things can be answered. Um, so anyways, I just wanted to kind of share a little bit of that with you guys. And after weekends, after parties, you know, I just, I know where my mind used to be. And I know some of you guys went out last night had a little drink, drank, got a little dick dick. And I just want to make sure that you can go into this week feeling confident, knowing like, hey, I'm a bad bitch. This life is meant to be enjoyed and I'm going to, I'm fine. I'm fine. Literally no one's noticing this but me. Um, so yeah, what I will say, this is a, okay, this is a sidebar, but 
as of today, this, oh my God, guys, this is so off topic. I'm sorry. This, I will be very honest. This is, we're going into a whole nother conversation. So just buckle up. I, I hope you took, <laughs> hope you took a lot out of that little blurb there, but here's what's next. As of today, my, my fit journal collaboration is live for this week to pre-order my journals. There are two different journals. There's my don't be a bitch, like Lisa Frank inspired. And then my keep showing up Y2K inspired. The Lisa Frank one is more of a gratitude journal, a daily planner. You write down shit you got to do. There's affirmations. There's even a pre-made affirmation from me. It says, don't be a bitch, but be that bitch. So every day that is one of your affirmations that's already pre-fucking written. And if you don't like it, just cross it out, (laughs) white it out. Um, That is one, that's our daily gratitude journal. The other one is the keep showing up and it's a workout journal. This is actually what I used before I had my app. So I would take the my, my, my fit journal and I would take it into the gym and track my workouts, write them out, all of that. I can obviously do it with my app now, but if I were to not wanna be on my phone in the gym, I could easily write my workouts on the fitness planner and then like put them into my app after. These are gonna be $17.99 or a bundle for I think $34.99. However, you can use my code DESB for 10% off. During this collaboration that I'm doing, they are a small business. So the way that I can get supported with my designs and more is by you using my code. I make a small commission because again, like this is my collaboration. So they're my journals, but I'm not getting paid outright. Like for anything there, I I make money off of only when my code's used, if that makes sense. So yeah, please use my code because I'm obviously, (laughs) this is my collaboration and I paid my designer to make these amazing journals. They're so cute. She did such a fantastic job, but again, code does be Um, Tell your friends, tell your family, tell whoever. They're super cute. And again, very small business. And I I like doing it. I wanted to make fitness journals, man, probably back when I was in Florida. I talked to my designer, the same girl who helped me. And I remember telling her, dude, I want to do fitness planners. I want to do fitness journals. But then I got my app. So it was like, oh, why would I make a fitness journal? So I like the fact that I got to collaborate with the company. Her already does it. And they're good at producing them, you know, and then boom you guys can have both of them and they're super cute, super fun. They're like a perfect little size too. They're not oversized or anything annoying that you have to like take everywhere. Um, so yeah, very excited for that. And then, then, um, kind of segueing, I did get, and again, if you guys are still listening, you're, you're always, you are my favies, my favy girlies, my fave girls, girlies in a few days. Um, I'm actually, leaving for Louisville, Kentucky to do my Make That Flav pre-workout competition photo shoot. So I'm very excited. Um, we are going to be shooting in theme of my flavor. I'm very fucking pumped. Along with that, I have more meetings with my skincare team. I finally got my final samples. And it has been about what now it's been nine months making these after 9 billion bajillion motherfucking samples. I finally have approved 
my formulas. And when I tell you I got chills yesterday using my shit, I about fucking fainted. I am so proud of the products that I've created thus far. Um, it's, it's a lot to try to, f- you know, finalize these and then start to think ahead. Like, okay, what are we going to launch next? Cause I, we have to like start working on it. It's a lot, but I'm really, really hopeful for where this is going to take me. I fucking dude, guys, I love skincare so much. And I think I love skincare because not only did I struggle with my skin before, you know, I, I know what it feels like to be so insecure in your skin, not just your body, but like your skin on your body. I get it. I, I've had terrible chest acne. I've had terrible back acne. I've had shoulder acne. I've had neck acne. I've had facial acne. Like it's always been an issue for me since I was a younger girl and especially like playing sports, you know, and just always fucking sweating in jerseys and this and that and that. So anyways, not only am I passionate because I've, I've been there, but I'm so passionate about having people just fucking love themselves. And I think the beauty of self-care is just so important. Self-care has saved me since I started kind of like my skincare journey. It's like that one, you know, 10, 15 minutes a night where I just get to take care of myself and then, and like my skin feels good. And it just puts me in the mood of just being so grateful that I, I made it through another day or, or I woke up for another day, you know, both, both sides of that. And so I love the confidence that it brings. And my whole goal of this company is to empower people to be makeupless. Now, don't get me fucking wrong, bitch. You take care of your skin. You have a beautiful canvas for makeup. Like your makeup goes on better. It looks better, right? Like you take care of your skin. It's like a canvas. Shit just goes on it better. And I love makeup. I love a good makeup moment. But I also want to empower and and help you achieve that clear skin where you can leave the home without makeup. You can be on the go and not have to spend 20 minutes putting on your foundation and stuff. You know what I mean? Like my niche is like on the go, on the go skincare for the, the working man, the working woman, the working mom, the working dad, this granted we're starting out with more of a feminine line, which like your man can also use anything by the way. But I do plan on expanding into a little bit more of like a masculine side line. Um, that's more appealing for the male type. So if you guys got your man, you got your boyfriend, welcome to fucking self-care every night with you two. Skin, care, then sex. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's the energy that we're bringing. And, it, and if you're not into men, I don't blame you. Same with your girls. Skin, skincare, sex, girl on girl sex. We, we, we're here for it. I support that. I support whatever you want to do. So I'm just, I'm so fucking excited. Sorry. Like, I know we kind of just took a spin on a different topic here, um, but I did just want to catch you guys up with that. We're also in the market of looking for our first pre-launch. So stay tuned for that. It will not be hard product, but there will be stuff to start getting you guys familiar with the brand. Um, yeah, it's, it's been a fucking lot guys. I'm not going to lie. And, and you know what? I've told you guys this up and down. I'm vulnerable. I'm transparent. I'm fucking terrified that 
this is going to shit the bed. I really am. Knock on wood. Uh, don't get me wrong. I am manifesting so much success and excitement and all this, but man, it is fucking scary putting yourself out there, working so fucking hard on something like this and just praying that people like it. Fucking praying. Like I, I'm literally terrified. It is, it gives me, makes me want to throw up thinking about announcing this to the world and seeing if people actually are into it or not. Like it's, it's very scary for me, but I'm going to stay positive knowing that I can do hard things. <laughs> oh God. It, it, oh my God. I'm, I'm sitting here at my desk, my shitty ass desk, and I'm looking at the tubes and you know, all this, all these product samples, um, of just different shapes and containers and stuff, you know, that we're trying to figure out, Hey, what, you know, do we like this? Do we want it presented like this? And it just, it gives me, I don't even know. I'm like, I'm smiling, but I'm also freaking out. Cause it's just like, Oh my God, this is what I'm creating. This is what I'm fucking doing. Who the fuck, you know, I, I just, I can't believe it. This is, this has come all the way from 20, 2018 is when I really embarked on this journey, knowing I wanted to do this. And here we are in 2021, you know, uh, it's just, it's unreal. I, I just, oh my God, I just, I love it. I hope, I hope that you guys love it. I really do. Um, but anyways, um, I think that's it. Brand new hydro jugs launched yesterday, the new pro jug, which is very nice. Um, it's definitely not something that I would have like cared to be upgraded, but the new jugs like legitimately are so nice. Like I didn't realize what a difference would make. Um, so hydro jug as always, um, does be for 10% off. Um, and I know I'm going to talk about this next week, but as you guys know, I am sponsored on brunch with Desby now by better help. Better help is an online therapy kind of tele telehealth. Um, I've been using it since January, January, February. And with my code Desby, you can save 10% off of your first month. Using that code supports me in this podcast. Um, it does actually allow me to now pay for my producer. So if we can get a little round of applause, I'm officially not spending money to make this podcast. If you're following, like it's, I'm finally breaking even, which is very exciting. So thank you guys so much for supporting me in those ways. Um, I can officially say I'm not operating in the red zone after a year and a half of doing this podcast. Um, so I appreciate it again. That is, this is a sponsored podcast by BetterHelp. code does for 10% off of your first month. I, I will be honest though. I, I think I've told you guys, I still pay for my better help. Like, so I guess technically I, I don't really know if I'm operating in the green because, because <laughs> even though you guys use my code and it's a, it allows me to pay my producer, I still pay for better help. So like I might be, yeah, you know, I'm, I might just still not be making enough money to pay for my podcaster producer. So um, that's fine. But I have reached out to a few other companies that will hopefully sponsor this podcast because, you know, I show up every week here for you guys. We have fun and whatnot. But like, y'all just allow me, help me pay for this fucking podcast. Like, bitch, <laughs> the, the last thing I can do is at least like break even. God damn, you know, God, Kyle, my fucking producer. God, Jesus, fucking cut me a break. Good Lord. Um, 
So yeah, I think that's it. I got some more work to do today, but I just wanted to hop on and honestly just have a little fun with you guys. Um, as I mentioned, next week is going to be a pretty, pretty substantial episode. Um, I'm, I'm excited, but I'm also, I'm going to take, let's just say this. I'm going to take the week to really prepare for that episode. I'm not going to lie. I usually wing it. I just have fun. But I, I do feel like this coming episode of postpartum, like I want to just write everything out that I can to really gather my thoughts so I don't miss anything because it is just, it's been crazy. And I'm actually, I'll probably go back and listen to my birth episode um, th- from this like meeting. I think it was called meeting my preemie baby and just re-listen to my birth story and all of these things combined because it just such a crazy just fucking crazy, dude. I cannot believe he's going to be one. It's, it is just sounds fake to me. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, don't fucking lie to me, bitch. Anyways, I got to go wake Maddox up. Got to do some more work. And I'm honestly, I'm just so glad that he slept through this. God praise be. Um, but I love you guys. Thank you so much for being here. You know, this is, this is truly a safe space for me. And I just, I love coming to you guys every week and just chatting, listening to these episodes, downloading them, sending them to your friends, tagging me in your story is like, it's, I am just so fucking grateful to do what I do. And even when some days I feel like everyone fucking hates me, I know they don't. And I will never, I try not to let a few bad apples ruin the fucking thousands and thousands of amazing ones, but it can sometimes be very hard mentally. But I get on here and I podcast and just knowing that some of you stick around for fucking 45 minutes is, you know, 45, 50 minutes, 60 minutes, whatever it is, or even listens to me two times a week here and then below the influencer. Like I just, it's so special. It's so fucking cool. It's so fucking cool. And I just want to let you guys know, like, I see you. I fucking appreciate you. I wish I could fucking reply to everyone. I really do. Like I mentally cannot, but just know sometimes even if I do not reply to your message, there is a very high percentage that I've seen it and just know that I see you and I fucking appreciate it. But I also, I have to know, you know, what's good for me and what's not meaning like where my time is spent, but I, I, I fucking love you guys. Sorry. I just got emotional, but that I, I just know that I'm hard to like, (laughs) sorry, I'm getting off on another tangent when I'm trying to say goodbye. I know, and Wyatt's even told me this. He's like, you are a very polarizing person. And what that means is either you really love me or you really hate me. And and I know I have a very strong personality and I think that it can sometimes be a double-edged sword. And a lot of people are very intimidated by that. They don't like it. They don't like someone. They don't like a confident woman, which it's it's sad, right? You're like, why would you? Okay, but it, it's it's just life. And so for you guys to just take me as, as I am and who I am, I like, I really, I appreciate it because it's fucking hard to show up sometimes knowing that there's just going to be people talking shit about me for no reason. It's really hard to show up sometimes. It, it makes me feel embarrassed. I'm like, are people watching my stories? Cause they want to make fun of me or cause they like me. Like it's, it makes me really start to second guess every move I make, but I get on here and I podcast knowing whoever the fuck I'm talking to they want to be here and that is so special to me. And so I just want to say like you guys, 
you know, I might inspire you, yada, yada, but like you guys save me. You guys keep me showing up. So when I say, you know, don't be a bitch, keep showing up. I'm, I'm talking to you guys, but it's because when you guys show up, so do I, and we're a fucking team and we do this shit and we do this shit together. So let's get to fucking a million fucking downloads, bitch. Let's get this shit downloaded. Let's get the shit on Barstool. Not really. I don't think I would mesh with Barstool, but let's continue to make brunch with Desby just the most special fucking place to hang out every Sunday or whenever you really listen to it throughout the week. So anyways, I'm, I'm off. I'm off my soapbox. I fucking love you guys. Happy 500,000 plus downloads. You guys fucking rock. Let's continue to rock together. And I can't wait to fucking cry with you next week. Bring, bring whatever comfort food you need. <laughs> bring your Kleenex. I'm bringing my fucking Kleenex. I love you guys and have an amazing last few days of August.